Here we are again with Lawyer Talk Q&A, another segment of our ongoing Q&A series. And uh, if you haven't caught on yet, I'll just uh, catch you up to speed. We're doing, uh, I am taking questions on the website, lawyertalkpodcast.com, or questions that come in at the law firm uh, upstairs at uh, ohiolegaldefense.com, Yavich and Palmer. Uh, and then I'm, I'm I'm summarizing the questions and answers right here on Lawyer Talk Q and A. We've been doing this for a while in the in the show, but uh, often it's buried in the long form discussions that we have on various topics. And uh, I think this is an easier way to get the content out, get people's questions answered quickly, and give them a, a little bite sized chunk uh, to uh, digest. It's a lot easier that way. So uh, that said, the question of the day this came on the website uh, LawyerTalkPodcast.com. And the question is, if I end up going to court and I win, can I claim back my legal costs? So the idea here is uh, this individual uh, wants to go to court, either civilly or criminally. And I'm going I'm to comment on both because there's a huge difference. Uh, they want to know if they win the case, can they get back their costs? It's sort of a broad question, and it's going to require some uh, a little bit of unpacking and breakdown. Uh, let's start with the civil side of things. And civil means you're suing somebody for damages. Uh, say you were in a car crash. Say somebody hit you in the nose and broke your nose, and you're suing them to get your medical costs. Uh, say it was a breach of contract. You tried to buy something, or uh, you contracted for somebody to do some work at your house, and they screwed it up, and you want to sue them. Uh, so you go to court and maybe even small claims court. Most uh, have some version. Most states and jurisdictions have some version of small claims court designed to give uh, the little man, uh, the regular citizen, the common person access to the court. Um, and here's generally how it works. To file an action, to file a lawsuit, it usually costs money. There's a filing fee and sometimes it's several hundred dollars. Uh, if you go all the way up to federal court, it gets quite expensive. And uh, even in some of the state courts now, it's uh, several hundred dollars. Small claims is a little bit cheaper. Uh, so the idea that uh, you can just go sue somebody and get your money back, eh, you know, you got you to sort of do a cost-benefit analysis, and that's why this is a good question. So say you sue somebody, you pay the filing fees, and you go to court, uh, just picture a people's court for now or Judge Judy or something like that. Uh, you make your case. You say, I hired this person to fix my car. They screwed up my car even worse. My engine blew up. cost me $5,000. Uh, and the judge uh, slams the gavel down and says, I agree you win. After hearing the evidence, it looks like this individual uh, ripped you off and uh, and or was negligent and or did something wrong and you should be compensated for the loss. Uh, now, there are provisions in most courts that, uh, that let you recoup the filing fees and basic court costs, but the big costs, say it's not small claims, say it's uh, you had to hire an attorney, say you had to uh, pay somebody to represent you, the big cost is uh, the lawyers, the the expense of the litigation. And it's not uncommon anymore. You go to the big cities, lawyers are charging uh, $1,000 an hour sometimes for uh, legal representation. Smaller smaller towns and uh, smaller states, not so much. But you, know, you could pay a lot of money for legal fees. And leaving aside for a second, contingent fees where it's a car crash, an attorney uh, represents you for... Uh, on a contingency where, say, they, they take a third or 40% of the recovery if it goes to trial. Um, say it's just hourly costs that you, you've lost and uh, you want to get that back. There are some cases where courts have the discretion to order court or order fees. In other words, say it's so egregious that uh, uh, you sh they should never have fought it, the other side should never have fought it. Sometimes courts can order the other side to pay legal fees. If if there is uh, some action or conduct by the other attorney, the person on the other side, 
uh, their attorney has done something that is uh, a little bit uh, outside the rules. They've forced you to spend more money than you should have because of some dishonest or disingenuous conduct or position. Uh, we call that Rule 11. There can be sanctions against that other person uh, or the other attorney to make them pay the legal costs. Uh, or say that doesn't exist and you just win, uh, you may be able to get uh, compensation for some of the costs, but generally not attorney's fees. Um, now, aside from the Rule 11 or the misconduct sanctions, there are other types of actions in civil court where attorney's fees uh, are baked into the equation. In federal court under civil rights violations under 1983, for instance, uh, there's a provision under the statute to pay for the attorney if you succeed. And a lot of times attorneys wouldn't take these cases except for that provision. They, part of the settlement is often uh, the attorney fee component of it. And uh, that, that, you know, the idea is to encourage lawyers to take those cases. I'm not going to take a position whether I agree or disagree. I haven't really unpacked that and sorted it out in my head completely. I, 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 my gut tells me I probably don't agree, but who knows. Um, anyway, that's, uh, that's sometimes baked into the equation. And attorneys will take those cases only because of that provision. Now, before I go on, I should, I should say there's another uh, line to the question where the individual is asking if the judge can award legal costs and whether costs are covered by the losing party like they do in the UK. So in the United Kingdom, I don't know if this individual is from the UK, but it wouldn't surprise me, as everybody knows, we are popular around the world. But uh, the answer is I don't know exactly what the rules are in, uh, in Britain in their legal system. I did spend a summer over there back in the 90s uh, studying uh, legal theory and philosophy. Um, I, I, I don't have a good answer to that, whether it's the same. But uh, it, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if it's similar. Now, let me talk about criminal cases because that is my bread and butter. That's what I do. It's near and dear to my heart. I represent folks charged with crimes. And I do get this, this question in the context of criminal cases very often. In fact, just the other day, somebody called and said, well, you know, I, I, I'll pay you to represent me, but this is a bunch of BS. This is bunk. Uh, I should never have to be here. If I win, can I sue the other side and recoup my costs? Um, the, the answer up front usually for people is, uh, probably not. I hate to say that, but probably not. Now, there are certain situations where you can. You know, there is a such thing as wrongful prosecution. It requires a fairly substantial burden of proof. You have to show that somebody intentionally falsified allegations, that the prosecutor intentionally tried to prosecute you um, falsely. So you, you might be able to sue the other individual, the, the private person who accused you of something uh, criminal, uh, for completely lying. Now, now, incidentally, that is a crime. You can't make a false police report. You can't falsely accuse somebody. It's not often prosecuted, but sometimes it is, particularly in the area of domestic violence. But uh, let's say the prosecutor uh, picks up the torch and runs with it, uh, and you want to sue the prosecutor or the state of Ohio or some other government entity for prosecuting you uh, wrongfully. Uh, there, It's possible, but it's a, it's a very difficult uh, hurdle to surmount. And, and most of the time, it's not there. So uh, it sucks. People are wrongfully accused. They they win the case. They've spent a lot of money in their defense. They've expended lots of emotional resources. Uh, they've turmoiled with it. They've they've lost sleep over it. They're, maybe they've lost jobs. There's there's lots of loss that go along with um with being wrongfully accused of something. And and unfortunately, there's not a great way to recoup that. Winning is the win, and uh, getting out of it is the win. And uh, it's a very difficult. Uh, pill to swallow. So uh, in the civil side of it, uh, there are provisions where you can recoup costs. Uh, you, it, it is very fact-specific uh, and, and cause of action-specific in the sense it, it depends on what you're suing somebody for. 
on the criminal side, not so much. It's it's you're not going to recoup your legal fees most of the time. Uh, but it's a good question, and I encourage everybody going into it to ask their criminal defense attorney uh, that very question. And and sometimes what I'll do if I have a case, uh, and one final I guess situation that that, that arises, I should comment on. Um, say somebody's been arrested, and this has happened to me just recently. There was uh, some folks arrested at uh, up at the Ohio State University on game day. They were tackled, taken to the ground, charged with uh, resisting arrest, disorderly conduct, um, obstruction of official business. Like the, I call that the unhappy triad. Uh, and maybe it's because the police eh, took a little, a few too many liberties or one too many whacks with the uh, uh, when they took them down. Uh, can they, it, it, but they still have a crime that they have to defend. So they get done defending the crime, uh, part and parcel with that. I will often, uh, make a referral early on in the defense to a civil rights attorney, somebody who under section 1983 of the United States code will, will, does that kind of work who can look at this and say, yes, if, if you win the criminal case or it, you might have a civil rights violation that you can pursue afterwards, and then my legal fees on the criminal defense side become part of the damage request. So that is a, a component that, uh, that you got to be mindful of. Uh, I know this is probably a lot more than what uh, the, the questioner uh, was asking, but, uh, you know, that's what we do here at Lawyer Talk. So another riveting session of Lawyer Talk Q&A, and I, I have more to come, so stay tuned as we as we dig into the questions that seem to be coming more and more these days. Uh, and as always, if you have your own question, go to lawyertalkpodcast.com. There's a there's an email submission form. Send it. If you want to ask in person, give me a shout upstairs, 614-224-6142, uh, or look us up at ohiolegaldefense.com. That's Steve Palmer at Yavich and Palmer. Been doing this for the better part now of 26 years. Imagine that. Uh, the most fun I've had is answering these questions here on Lawyer Talk, though. So keep the questions coming, and we're going to keep the answers coming. This is Lawyer Talk Q&A, off the record, but on the air, at least until now.